Hey sluts, I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius Sun, Scorpio Moon, Taurus Rising. And I'm Danny, a Sag Sun, Leo Moon, Libra Rising. And, and we're your Astro Sluts. Back for season six, episode two. That's crazy. We've had a podcast for so long. I know, so long. Welcome <laughs> back. Thank you for being here. And I think we have a really fun episode for you today. We do. We're going to talk about cheating, breakups. Drama. Drama. Saucy little topics. <laughs> um, I would like to begin with a quote that oh, I found please. this week. <laughs> um, so I recently got Alice Sparkly Cat came out mm, with like this mm-hmm. new book journal. Um, it's called Aligning Your Planets. Um, it, from just like the little intro yeah. couple pages. They said, there are as many astrologies as there are astrologers. There is also no one right way to use astrology. What astrology tries to serve is your own feeling of aliveness. I love that. Isn't that wonderful? Mm -hmm. And that's what we try to do here. Yeah. Is to make you feel a little more alive by us giggling about the stars. Exactly. Every Wednesday. (laughs) At 8, 7 central. (laughs) Bam, 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 bam. bam. (laughs) Thanks for calling Astro Sluts. Leave your birth time. Want to know how to get that guy? Text their mom. We're going to need that time. We'll be your latest crush. Call us Astro Sluts. Um, Do you have any life updates for us? Um... Yeah, let's see what I've got. Oh, I've just been feeling like, I don't know. I'm sure it's like cancer season vibes. I've been feeling so socially awkward lately. Interesting. Awkward maybe is the wrong word. Anxious, I guess, is more what I mean. Yeah. But I guess both. Like, (laughs) one leads to the other. Yeah, anxious is before you feel like you were awkward. And then you're like, well, that was fucking weird. (laughs) Like, I literally feel like I keep seeing people and I'm just like, and like people I know and I'm like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have nothing to say. Yeah. And, like, usually, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, pretty out and about. So you see the same people all the time. And you, like, have the conversation. You have the small talk. You know what they're up to. Blah, blah, blah. I, like, cannot do it. I just am, like. I feel that. Good to see you. Like, I just, like, oh, my God. I feel like I'm being so weird lately. Having such a hard time talking to people. Interesting. But, like, Venus is in my 11th house. So, I don't know if it's, like, the cancer energy overpowering it. Because I was thinking that it would be, like, you would think that this, like, social vibes would feel, like, very natural. Seeing people being out and about, like, would come a little more easy with that Venus energy there. I don't know if it's, like, the retrograde is going to come. But, like, not for a couple more weeks. But, yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I'm having just, like, the weirdest, like... I just, like, it's not even that I don't want to be out. I just, like, don't know what to say to people when I see them. Maybe there's something happening with your Mercury or something. Yeah, true. Or just I'm, like, tired or something. Yeah. Just, like, I feel like it keeps happening lately where I'm, like, oh, my God. I, like, cannot even be in this No, I totally like, understand. I can't speak. Like, I have nothing to say. Like, so weird. Um <laughs> Also, I think it is funny to bring up that my ex-boyfriend, the Pisces, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I like discovered that he's having a baby with someone, and I just think it's so funny, and I thought <laughs> I would share it with you all 
because I know I feel like I would talk about him a decent amount. But literally, I was feeling like nostalgic about Twitter and like going through my Twitter just with like the um, (laughs) up and coming threads app. So I'm like going through my Twitter. I'm like seeing if there's anything funny I could put on threads, whatever. Like so I'm like scrolling pretty far back. And I saw like what like his birthday tweet to me from like four, three, four years ago or whatever. And I'm like looking at the picture. And I'm like, what is that profile picture? Like, what is that? And then like so I click on his profile and then I like click on it. And you know how it's not that big? So I'm yeah. like, wait, I don't think that's like his sister. That's not his mom. And then there's a little kid. I'm like, just like, what is going on? So then I start scrolling back and like literally there was like a Mother's Day post to like his future baby mama, whatever. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like just so funny. That's just such a weird thing. Yes. Well, okay. To be honest, when you first sent me like this screenshot of Mm -hmm. the tweet, I like didn't read it. Okay. Yeah. Also side note, we're being attacked by flies today. Yeah. Like teeny tiny ones. Um, it's, it's not quite the vibe, but anyway, when you first sent me that tweet, I like didn't quite read it all the way. And I was like, thought, so this, like the baby mama has another kid and I mm-hmm. thought that that was his kid yeah, he too. Yeah, like a toddler. And then I was like, how old is that kid and how long ago were you dating? No, literally. I literally was like, oh my God, did he get that girl pregnant while you were dating? That's the story that I came yeah. up with in my head. Um, but it's not that. Yeah. No, it's not that. But still, just so interesting. Like, because like I would say like the main reason we like broke up was just because he was like not a functioning human. Like, as an adult so it's just like interesting that he's gonna have a child and he's like a really nice guy like I know he's always wanted to be a dad so it's like I don't think he would be like a bad parent it's just like it's just crazy anyone can have one yeah like wow good luck with that (laughs) so that's my life update yeah that's a great update thank you thank you for sharing yeah what about you um Um, I don't know as we can probably tell from my voice I've been a little sick sicky this past week um and like started to feel a cold and I was like I'm just gonna ignore that this is happening because I have a lot to do I rested a lot the week before yeah used it all up gotta gotta go back to work and stuff so um just been super mucusy yeah never fun never fun um what else um, I started doing some research on sustainable banking oh. recently. Um, I don't know anything about that. Well, so here we're going to do slight life lesson. Basically, how banks work is you let them hold your money, but really they like go, get, they use it for yeah. stuff. So like if anyone like me has Chase Bank, which is apparently like, the worst offender of this chase bank like invests in fossil fuels Mm -hmm. so like by using chase bank you are then just like literally contributing however much you have in your savings or whatever like you are putting that towards the climate crisis Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm was curious as to well i originally was trying to find a savings account that has better interest because mine has yeah. like literally like the point zero zero yes <laughs> yeah same um and my dad was like no you know there yeah. are better ones yeah. um so i was trying to find one like that and then i was like wait 
I think people find cooler like I think like cooler yeah. banks are out there. So I don't know. I'm I'm still doing some research. But if anyone at home knows yeah. about sustainable banking, hit us up. We'd love to know more and um, proclaim mm-hmm. the. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> to the people listening because uh, our our money is power. You know, it's true. Um, what else? I just have my the next couple weeks of my life are just gonna be crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna be on my cowboy shit this weekend, which I'm excited about. So if anyone wants to see me as a hot um cowboy, head to my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone else is interested in my music career, I have a show on the 18th Yay. in Chicago. It's um, so soon. It's Sorry, not no, I'm <laughs> so stressed. And I realized last time I had a show, I also got myself sick the week before. Oh. Something yeah, to look into. Something to think about. Because <laughs> I'm stressing myself out, it seems. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's really soon. So I can have details on my personal page as well. Yay. Those are my updates. Love it. <laughs> Should we get into the roster? I think so. The current sky. Um, so I feel like I explained it. But if you don't <laughs> know, the roster is a weekly update of what's happening in the sky. So when the planets are moving, when the stars are aligning, all the good stuff. We've got the players of the week. Um, so we have a new moon in Cancer on July 17th. Um, I think if you are also feeling incredibly socially anxious and awkward, <laughs> this would be an amazing opportunity to cancel your plans and stay home. Great excuse. You don't have to do anything. Um, the new moon is in Cancer, of course, so you can really lean into the cozy vibes here. Maybe grab a blanket, grab a sweet treat, do some like inner child healing, have some ice cream or a fun summer little thing you like um but new moons are always a good time for new beginnings so set some intentions do some journaling um if you want to look at the house that cancer falls in your birth chart um that's always a good way to see like what area of your life that this new moon might bring up the kind of themes for so personally mine falls in my 10th house of career in public roles so i can think about like my relationship to work, how I want to use my time, how I want to be like connecting with people. Um, so you can do that for yourself on the 17th and see where the, that leads you. Amazing. Then on the 18th, we have the North Node entering Aries, which also means then the South Node will be entering Libra. Um, this is going to be where the eclipses are now until Mm -hmm. January 2025. Then the nodes will move into Pisces and Virgo. So we'll maybe do a quickie episode on nodal returns because you might notice that your nodes are in Aries and Libra or Pisces and Virgo, which will come up in a couple years. Mm -hmm. Um, But your nodal return and like a reverse nodal return is a thing. So we'll cover that at a later date. But... 
a little overview of the nodes or a review, I guess. Um, the north node is going to be like where we are headed. And the south node is like where we came from, like what, what comes naturally to us. Um, the north node in Aries, like Aries is aggressive and opinionated, very individualistic, while Libra is the opposite. So it's balanced and sweet, likes to like play fair. So now is a time to take a stand yeah pick a fight what do we believe in Mm -hmm. now is the time to fucking go for it um obviously try to avoid using this energy towards things that are not worth your time yeah because people might be feeling a little bit more feisty than usual um because if you recall this will be a transit that is felt by everybody so everyone's going to be kind of feeling like full speed ahead first thought that pops into your head like that's what we're going with Mm -hmm. um fighting for fight's sake kind of vibes um but I think that there's also the potential to bring about some radical change whether Mm -hmm. that's in our lives or the world as a whole which is just wonderful beautiful and you can look to your birth charts Mm -hmm. find what houses Aries and Libra are in and that will be where you are feeling this specifically for the next couple years beautiful I'm excited it's my first and seventh house yes it'll be interesting it's also my boyfriend's same first and seventh house because we're both Libra rising so lots of energy yeah a lot of energy there up next is our sex ed segment yeah beautiful (laughs) our main event for the week we're talking about cheating and breakups so we're going to talk a little bit about like the astrology both like in your birth chart and then also like transits timing um of when these like actions activities might come up for you um obviously like nothing in your birth chart or nothing in the sky is ever going to make anything happen it is all just information gathering reflections whatever you want to call it um but I think especially when we talk about birth chart stuff don't be like oh my god I have to break up with this person or like oh my god I'm doomed or you know whatever negativity we might be thinking um it's all just like the same like themes and concepts in astrology that would like come up in like breakups or cheating or scandal or whatever yeah so we have that's how we're gonna look at it remember the birth chart as a whole we cannot be zeroing in on just these placements yeah exactly um okay so we're gonna start with cheating and I'm gonna kick it off with some birth chart placements that may arise for people who are cheaters (laughs) Um, I feel like you're about to name my whole birth chart. I kind of am. <laughs> I kind of am. But some of mine, too. Um, okay, so, like, a lot of this, for this chunk at least, is going to talk about, like, hard aspects. And then when I'm saying that, I'm referring to, like, squares. So we talk about, like, the squares when, like, something is, like, 90 degrees away from, like, another placement or um, opposition. So like, of course, like 180 degrees, like across the birth chart. So if you want to think about that. Um, But squares and oppositions with Neptune are going to be a really big one. So Neptune is, of course, like our planet of when we're talking about it in this case, it comes up a lot for like delusion or like 
kind of like disenchantment, like the disconnect between like what you want to happen and like your reality or how you see a situation in your reality. So like a hard aspect with Neptune and Venus can kind of become like a disconnect or disillusionment with like the reality of your reality. <laughs> reality. That was too many reasons in a row for me. Said. Reality of your relationship versus like your delusions or what you believe like should be happening. Like the kind of like rom-com you've played out in your brain versus just like the real life scenario. Um, and then like Neptune versus the moon, those like squares are oppositions there has some similar energy. So like kind of like your internal emotional world versus like what you're getting from a partner versus like what you think you should be getting or like kind of like a disconnect between how you think your emotions are being perceived if that makes sense um and then this could also be like for the neptune and the moon and can be a little bit of like the disconnect between like your own self so you might have a hard time kind of like giving yourself stability emotionally so then of course like that's just going to translate to a partner like if you can't kind of like regulate yourself or you don't know how to fulfill your own needs it's of course like hard to provide that stability in a relationship um our next one is going to be with mars so a mars square or opposition to venus um this is just like again this one can be taken so many different ways but it's just going to be someone with like a lot of passion and intensity so then of course like depending on the kind of person you are this can play out in so many different ways so like you might be like so passionate and obsessed with your partner or you might be like just giving that energy out to like anyone you meet or you might get really excited by people you meet or like someone out in the world that is maybe not your partner um and then like to kind of get more broad which take or leave this um fire and air mars if we just want to go like wide those are going to be like more likely to be in that kind of like cheating, lying kind of uh, <laughs> <laughs> arena. Um, I would say with Fire Mars, it's going to be be probably more due to boredom or like just like ex they need like excitement. Like Air Mars is going to be boredom probably more like um, like emotionally or like interest wise in a relationship where a Fire Mars is probably more likely to cheat because they're just like need some excitement or intensity or something new in their mm. life if that makes sense so like similar but different um and then I like hate to just be like Scorpios but I think it's just like I mean how many people have like not been cheated on or lied to or something by a Scorpio so it's just something to put out there obviously we can all make choices and do different things but I feel like we've all been in a weird situation with a Scorpio, so I just had to put that one out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hashtag not all Scorpios, but, <laughs> but, if, the, but if the shoe fits. If the shoe fits. <laughs> Up next, I'm going to go through a few transits that might bring upon cheating. Um, again, just because these transits are happening does not mean that cheating will happen. Um, so... Please do not assume that your partner is cheating on you just because they're going through one of these. Um, do not manifest it upon yourself yeah, just exactly. because you are going through these transits. My advice is to maybe 
just use the following information as like a reflection on the past mm-hmm. um, yeah, to call. promote healing of like, oh, yeah, that happened because this person was going through this. And yeah, that sucked. But yeah, now that I have like an explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you have free will. So do whatever you want. But don't blame me for your spiraling <laughs> um, up first. Uh, similar similar planetary themes, we're going to talk about Neptune. Neptune is our planet of, like, escapism. Like, the grass is greener, kind of make things murky. Mm-hmm. Um, just in general, like, makes you, like, not really be able to see things clearly. And Uranus um, is very much, like, needs to be unrestricted is always kind of like itching for something new it's rebellious and spontaneous um so i'm gonna focus on like neptune and uranus transits these could be either to the ascendant um your moon your venus the seventh house um i could see like fifth or eighth houses as well maybe the twelfth house Maybe. Honestly, mm-hmm. I could maybe see more, more like partner. Yeah. I could see maybe even like a like a Venus or Mars transit through the 12th house. Yeah. In Vedic astrology, there is a planet called Rahu, mm-hmm. which I had never really heard of before. And it is um, the planet of like illusion and like yeah. infidelity. So a lot of the stuff that like was coming up was about this planet, like cheating is like this planet um which you know we're not any experts here but i did look up um the transit and when i have been accused of cheating Mm -hmm. uh maybe semi-recently uh rahu was in my seventh house oh wow but it like a lot of the stuff that I was reading it. It either is like it's like for literal cheating, or it's just like the illusion of cheating, uh-huh. or like someone thinks you're cheating, um, wow. or you think someone else is cheating, kind of thing. So I was like, oh well, that's interesting. Um, so Uranus has been in Taurus though since 2018, mm-hmm. which is famously my rising sign. So I don't like I. I think. And also Neptune is also being like a very far away planet. Yeah. It, the, these planets aren't moving very fast. So I am, no. I'm yeah. maybe having a theory that like the whole concept of like once a cheater, always a cheater is just kind of like if someone is going through like a, a Uranus or Neptune transit, it's not like a it's not like a one time thing. It's not like, oh, yeah. just for this month. I'm feeling this energy. It is going to be like a couple of years span. So like mm-hmm. maybe why if you dated someone that was like a serial cheater and now like five years later, they seem to be in like a happy relationship. Like, yeah, it's just a, it's just an era. No, that is interesting because I will like not to jump ahead, but I did timing of like breakups and stuff. And I was thinking the same thing, because a lot of it is those outer planets. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, but, like, no one's going through a seven-year breakup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, like, that's not exactly how it works. Like, things move a little. Like, obviously, degrees change and just, like, the planets, whatever aspects, things happen. But, like, I, it is just interesting that these, like, seemingly, like, one-time 
events like I think that's how like you look at a breakup it's like a thing you look at someone cheating it's like a thing but then like the planets that affecting them are like it takes them eight years to cycle them you're like what so it is just like an interesting an interesting tie yeah I was like trying to look up like all the scenarios in which like I have been a bit tempted (laughs) but like they all like they almost all have been since 2018 because just like that has yeah. been the majority of our adult yeah, dating, lifetime. Dating careers. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I've I've been known to, to be a bit flighty, yeah. to be honest. Um, I can't lie about it. Um, but I don't know. It does have me interested in if my, like, thoughts of, like, you know, I guess I, I always feel when I'm in a monogamous relationship I have keep feeling like it's not working for me I need to be able to like spread my little wings a little bit more I need to be able to flirt with my barista I need to whatever like kiss someone at the club or whatever I'm wanting to do I'm like are those feelings I'm always gonna have or is this like a Uranus in my first house kind of thing like I just need to be able to like randomly express myself yeah and like figure it out and be spontaneous is how I need to like put myself out into the world for these couple years yeah I know it's just interesting it is we shall see um but Uranus moves into Gemini into in 2025 um, okay, I was just going to ask. I was like, when is that? Yeah, Two Uranus years. has been in Taurus 2018 to 2025. And Neptune has been in Pisces since 2011 and will be there until like 2026. Okay. So, yeah. We have free will, mm-hmm. of course, again, to say. But, yeah, this might just be a couple year-long span for some people if Uranus and Neptune have been involved in our relationship kind of houses or in aspects to planets. Interesting. Up next, we're going to get into the astrology of breakups a little bit. I will start out with some birth chart placements. Um, this is really just like a difficulty with relationships yeah if you are just like someone that seems to go through a lot of breakups um I would like to shout shout out Alice Bell's book Trust Your Timing Mm -hmm. is a great read and we have a very special episode Mm -hmm. of Astro Book Club coming out on Friday of this week so in two days if you're listening to this the day it came out um we got to talk with alice on the podcast yeah it's a Uh, super super cute episode yeah about her book and um we cover a bit about what would draw you to the wrong people and whatnot um also i think our episode last week um we cover Mm -hmm. some of the same themes as well but I will just quickly shout out um, Saturn is our planet of restriction, Mm -hmm. putting like blockages on relationships might cause if you have like Saturn in your like relationship houses or like in difficult aspects to like Venus or okay. If you have Saturn in like fifth, seventh or eighth house Mm -hmm. or in aspect 
with the moon, Venus, or Mars, you might just like find relationships are really difficult for you. You might be like, like forcing things a little Mm -hmm. bit. You might just be picking the wrong stuff and people with Saturn attached to relationships like Saturn kind of like ages nicely. So you might just not be like destined to be in a relationship until like a little bit later in life. Like people with Saturn placements like that are like tend to be those people where they're like all their friends are like Mm-hmm. whatever getting married and having kids yeah. and they're like why aren't me? dresses yes exactly <laughs> 27 dresses must girly must have a saturn like yeah. placement because you're just meant for for bigger things before yeah. you find love um so i think that's one thing to look out for and then also neptune like we keep talking about is very dreamy gonna like blur things make you fall for the wrong people or just like not see someone clearly um again it's just about like forcing stuff that like you didn't you didn't need to be in a relationship with this person so it's not gonna work out um but again in like fifth seventh eighth houses and in aspects to the moon Venus and Mars will get things a little bit murky. Mm-hmm. Breakup city. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I feel like you could also think about like last week we just said like, like fifth house energy is a lot of like flings. So I think like it just depends how people look at breakups too. Yeah. Cause like I wouldn't probably call a, f- like I do have a ton of fifth house energy, so I probably wouldn't call like things a fling ups, yeah. a breakup, but like obviously everyone's different and some things like very much are breakups, yeah. like even though it wasn't a real like concrete, you know, relationship. So I feel like that energy might also lean that way. Yeah, absolutely. Of just like, I dated eight people this year and like nothing <laughs> came out of it. <laughs> okay, I'll get into uh, some of the timing of when breakups or like relationship shifts can occur. Um, so as Ob mentioned, <laughs> it was just I almost just drank a fly. Oh no, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, no, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as Ob mentioned earlier, Uranus is gonna like really need some space need to break free sometimes so if there is a transit um where Uranus is moving through your seventh house that is definitely something to keep an eye out for you might just feel like all of a sudden you like need space or like not interested in this like either the dynamic you have maybe it's the person but probably more like the structure is what's going to be the issue there um and then Uranus in any hard aspects to um the moon or Venus. So if you have like a a transit where Uranus is opposing your natal moon or square your um, natal Venus, again, very like you might feel the need to like just try something new. Like you might all of a sudden be like, okay, I've been doing this for too long and like I need to do something else. Or your partner might be feeling like they need to just have a new journey, try something new, start over. Um, the lunar nodes transiting the seventh house are going to be like big wake up call energy. Um, obviously, especially with this like new Aries cycle in the north node, this is going to be like quite intense, probably like big, like kick in the ass Mm -hmm. to make a move. And like, again, like we said earlier, that can like 
be very different for so many people so like for some people that may be like what the fuck am I doing in this relationship like Mm -hmm. I have to get the hell out of here or you might be like oh my god like let's take the next step let's move in together let's get married let's like move to a foreign country like whatever that like next step in your relationship might be it could also push you that way so definitely not something to be afraid of but definitely something to be aware of or like look but my last breakup was a seventh house eclipse yeah (laughs) it was um and then what else oh pluto we haven't really talked about pluto yet but of course we know pluto is intensity in many different forms so pluto transiting the sun is very could very much be like whoa like is this who you're trying to be is this the person like do you like the person that you are when you're with this person like kind of like that inner self wake up call of like who are you and then is this what you want um and then pluto transits um can also be linked to like temporary breakups so Cause it kind of has that like death rebirth energy. So I think that's maybe something to look out for too. Like if you are taking a break with someone or maybe like you broke up with someone due to like distance or like circumstances during a Pluto transit, that might not be like a permanent breakup. It might literally be like, okay, we both need to like do our own thing during this time. And then like, we will have like once like I can be who I want to be they can be who they want to be like we can have this like come back together Pluto cycle which is kind of nice um and then Saturn transits probably more linked to like difficulty in a relationship or like periods of like struggle maybe you're feeling really distant or separated than like like an actual breakup pinpoint um obviously those like difficulties can then lead to a breakup but I would say like Saturn transits are probably going to be more like discomfort or like just realizing things than like an actual like blowout fight breakup drama Mm -hmm. moment yeah so fun (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so hopefully this can give everyone a little bit of peace Mm -hmm. on some past stuff yeah I know I really I like the idea of going backwards with it yeah um I want I I need to do that for myself I haven't really looked into that with this lens yet but I do think it'll be interesting Mm -hmm. it's nice to know that like again uh, shout out our episode on Friday with Alice but like trust your timing like yeah I know it's just so true and like I feel like it's so dumb and like I don't know I have such like a I have such like a delusional life sometimes but like (laughs) it really is like if you just like give in to the universe yeah it's just like it does work and things do come to you and they're meant to yeah and you just like have this understanding of like you'll get what you want and that is like for everything it's for relationships if people are not in your life any longer it was not meant to be maybe it was a pluto moment they can always come back Mm -hmm. if they need to when they've transformed yeah exactly (laughs) like they can do the work too. too um but yeah i think if you just look at everything that way it's so much more so much more fun so much more enjoyable <laughs> it's so true okay sorry I was trying to do like a funny um like you were at the mall walking into Hot Topic oh yeah 
I'm like, what's playing? Oh, I was like, at- what's playing on? In the- you're shopping at Hot Topic. Yeah, I think that's how they greet you in there. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Hot Topic. Have you ever shopped with us before? <laughs> this week on Hot Topics, we are having a little chit chat. If you're new, this is where we take a break from astrology. We talk about a hot topic. This week, we're talking about cheating to just keep the conversation going. <laughs> and our question of the day is, is cheating really that bad? <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, what what counts as cheating well, is the first question that I have. Yeah. I guess that is a good question. And I guess the answer is that it like that is something that you and your partner or partners need yeah, to decide. Need to out. And that it can be different for everyone, but I do think um it's an it's an interesting predicament to be in if you and your partner consider different things cheating. Yeah. Does that make you just incompatible? Does that like then okay, then you like you set boundaries for your partner, but like, like you know what I mean. Like you aren't allowed to do things that you don't think are cheating, but your partner does. So then you don't do them. But I guess then you have to decide if are those things you're like that are you're willing to give up in order yeah. to be with your partner. I know. I guess for me, like, when I think of cheating, I think of, like, someone in a relationship having sex with someone that they're not in the relationship with. Yeah. Which, like, I know is very, like, there's way, like, there's so much beyond that. That's, like, what cheating is for me. Yeah. But I also, I guess, like, I, like, I don't think I, I guess, like, I also wouldn't be, like, cool if, like, my boyfriend was, like, going on dates with someone and they were, like, sleeping together. Like, I would probably be like wait what the fuck but if I do just like what comes to mind when I think of cheating is like sex sex. yeah I do agree yeah I mean and it's hard so okay (laughs) well (laughs) the hottest topic of them all is is emotional cheating a thing This has been the bane of our existence for the last literally the last eight months months. or something. (laughs) I'm like, no, it's July. Longer. Okay. Okay, my thing on that is like I think it's so interesting that conversation because like what is friendship? Right. So That's where it's, like, confusing for me. And I think, like, obviously, especially in, like, queer relationships, like, there's just, like, so many more. Like, there's just so many different ways to be a person and be in a relationship and, like, talk to people and engage with people. And I think it's so much less, like, cut and dry than, like, just, like, a girly girl looking at her boyfriend's phone and, like, why is he talking to another girly girl? Like, Which, like, whatever. I don't know what he would be doing talking to some girly girl. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's just, like, what's the difference between, like, making a friendship with someone and, like, having a conversation with someone, building relationships with someone? Like, I think, like, emotionally, like, emotional conversations are important to have with other people besides your partner. Mm -hmm. And... 
I think that that just should be like an acceptable thing yeah but I guess like I don't know like is a heart emoji where the line gets crossed like you know what I mean like what's the line and that's what I guess I don't really know if I have a good answer on yeah I guess what I have come to my own conclusion on is like what I am interested in is a relationship in which emotional cheating is just not yeah not ever something that's gonna come up no that's fair because the friendships that I want and the friendships that like I desire and fill me up are intimate and are emotional and are like full of love I've been like I I know but wouldn't you want your partner to have that too no exactly exactly I want my partner to have close like just I want my partner to have intimacy with other people than me and like I don't know I don't know about the sex aspect in those but like isn't you can't like control your feelings if you meet someone and you have a like those sparks a connection with them like I think it is stupid to like if you were like to be in a relationship to be like nope you can't be in my life because I know I'm in a relationship but like what you can control are your actions yeah and you don't have to like hook up with that person totally I think like yeah I agree like I think just like attraction is like so normal I think everyone wants attention everyone wants to feel wanted everyone wants to feel connection with people and I think we do just focus so much on like the cheating and we don't think about like okay but like what was like the surrounding situation or like the environment that that like happened in um like I just think like and I don't think I like I love Esther Perel I've probably like said this before but I really love like the where should we begin podcast and I listen to it like all the time I like re-listen to it it's like couples therapy um like each episode is a different session with different couples and like obviously a lot of them are there because someone cheated and like the way she thinks about and looks at cheating like I just I don't think I would have looked at it that way before like it's never about it's like just not about the fact that someone cheated Mm -hmm. it's about like and not to like put the cheater as like the the victim but like what was that person lacking or like what did they need or Mm -hmm. like what inner work should they have done before being in a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. to like fulfill that or like what was you know the partner like what were they looking for or missing or like not getting like it's just about so many more things than cheating and I think we like think cheating is just such a terrible thing and it's like I don't know I don't know if I should say this because I think this is like kind of a bad take but well I think it's a good take I don't know if anyone else agrees (laughs) like I think when we look at like alcohol use like I think like so many more people need to like like obviously like substances are addictive but it feels the same to me of like okay but our I think there's certain people who you are just like drowning shit out over being addicted to a substance I don't know if that's okay to say but like it's like with cheating like are you actually like a cheater or are you like masking something else that's going on in your life yeah you know and I think that's just like but we look at cheating and we're like, oh, they're a terrible person. 
throw them in the closet. They should never date anyone again. And it's like, okay, well, like, what's going on? Like, I'm not saying that they're a good person or they're right, but, like, clearly that person needs to do some shit. Yes. And I do think that the, like, this, this, like, oh, it, like this person is trash now kind of thing does stem from like like in popular culture we typically find that men in heterosexual relationships are like ten like seem to be most often the ones cheating and those are also the people that are not typically going to therapy they're not doing any work on themselves like they're not gonna be like they're not going to do that like self-reflection yeah and be like huh maybe I maybe I wasn't really happy in this relationship like what am I missing like right but it is possible to just like be like oh this is what I was lacking or "Hmm, maybe monogamy doesn't work for me yeah I think it's also just so much about like respect yeah like, I, I just wouldn't, like, I wouldn't cheat on my partner never because I was, like, not attracted to anyone else ever in my life or didn't ever need anything ever. But, like, it's just, like, I respect our relationship and I respect yeah. him, so I wouldn't, like, put him in that situation. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also, like, something that I think sometimes gets lost. Yeah. Like, it's more about, like, like, we focus so much on, like, oh, my God, God forbid someone else thought that, like, someone else was attractive or interesting. And it's, like, okay, like, that's, like, that's not the problem. Yeah, it's the lack of, like, respect. Yeah, or, like, that you lied about it. Or, like, like, those are where the problems are, not that, like, someone, like, thought someone looked cool. Right. Like, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like there's too many people for that not to be yeah like, you're sorry you're always like, gonna be attracted to someone else yeah in the world sorry, it's like, no thank it was you. getting close to the mouth no we can't be doing that um but yeah I think there's just so like there's it's like the the things surrounding it are what we should be paying attention to and then the shit wouldn't even happen yeah the pr- in theory yes not and always the but. problem is like always gonna be like the communication around it like there's yeah not the the feeling yeah of like wanting to cheat or whatever it's the like the lying and the like breach of whatever agreement you made with another person to not do that yeah yeah but I also think a lot of people don't explicitly talk about what they would consider cheating I know. Which is also just like an important conversation yeah, to have that is interesting. with another person before it happens. Totally. And so that you can just find someone that you would like actually yeah. be be aligned with. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, like, what do like sorry to bring it back up. Please. <laughs> what do people like think emotionally cheating is? Like like having like intimate converse like I'm sorry like I'm not trying to like downplay it like I literally it's um I received a lot of Instagram graphics about it so I should be pretty knowledgeable please listicle me um it's like it's like and I think the real thing is like the dis like the deception around it but like um like texting someone more than your partner um spending time with someone instead of your partner oh that's weird um, 
so thinking about someone else <laughs> while you're in a relationship okay um so like the movie you've got mail I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time but probably yeah, yeah. It's such a funny movie. It's like... I'm like, I have it on DVD. It's so <laughs> good. You should watch it. Um, it's like literally like an... It's like such a classic rom-com, but like the woman owns a children's bookstore. Oh, she's yeah. so cute. And it's fun if you're our age because every book you know in the background is in and there, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then the man she's emailing with or like... Tom Hanks. AOLing with. Yeah. <laughs> a man. <laughs> Not just His any name man. is Tom. <laughs> He goes by Tom, okay? Um, so Tom Hanks is talking to Lindsay Lohan's mom. Literally. And, like, what? Oh, he works for, like, Barnes & Noble, but it's not Barnes & Noble. And mm-hmm. he is, he's, like, the big bad bookstore that came in town. And she's, like, the independent bookstore. And they have, like, an. Uh, they're both, like, in relationships, if not married. And they, like, just, like, email each other every yes. night and whatever. And then they fall in love, obviously. Um. So I guess that's emotional cheating. Yes. If you're like secretly emailing someone mm-hmm. um, without your partner knowing. Mm-hmm. So I guess the answer is. It exists they, in the movie You Got Mail. Yeah. But like. But like, again, to bring it up. Why were those people doing that? Because they were not in happy, healthy, mm-hmm. communicative relationships. They were not feeling fulfilled in their life. Her business was struggling. He's dealing with, like, personal bullshit. Whatever. Like, look at the surrounding things and, like, focus on what you need to focus on. And then, you know, these things don't happen. Or you just wouldn't be with the person you don't like. Right. And then you'd be open to explore and you wouldn't have to do it secretly at your email. But also, in theory, if they were, maybe they were in happy relationships, Mm -hmm. I think they should be allowed to email. (laughs) Well, totally. I think the the vibe of the emails would just change anyways then. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're, like, longingly looking out the window, like, another day with raggedy old Harry yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like, you just wouldn't be talking to someone like that if you weren't not happy. But, like, I do think you, yes, though, like, if they were in happy relationships, they should still be able to have a friendship in a relationship. Yeah things to think about um I would like to bring up I've said this on the podcast before when I was in college I was dating a boy that I didn't like mm-hmm. and I made out with a girl at a party and mm-hmm. he famously said and I like was like nervous to tell him like was planning like this was like my breakup yeah. plan I was gonna be like okay I'm, I'm gonna tell him that this happened and he was like oh that doesn't count Perfect. <laughs> and I was like, no. Fuck. I was like, I wanted it to count. Yeah, literally. You're supposed to be pissed. <laughs> Which is just so funny and fucked up in just like so many different yeah. ways. Um, but really funny. I would say like since the beginning, like in high school, I've always broken up with people because I found someone else that I was like, you're cool and Never hot. mind. That's so interesting. But I don't know. Sometimes it just does take you get like comfortable. And then it takes like someone else to be like, oh, wait. Oh, my God. I forgot that there's like other people that I like have a connection with. Yeah, totally. I don't know. I've 
I don't think I've ever cheated on someone, but I, I have been cheated on in both of my past relationships. And maybe that's important to say as I sit here and say that cheating's not that big of a deal. And then people are like, well, I was cheated on. Well, like, me too. Okay. <laughs> Twice. But, like, again, that's, like, not why our relationships ended. Yeah. Like, not that I was, like, cool with being cheated on. It's just, like, literally my first ex-boyfriend was, like, just abusive. Like, that's why we broke up. Like, obviously, like, cheating and lying and gaslighting and manipulation and whatever. Like, that all just fell into the same bucket for him. So, like, it wasn't the cheating. It was that he was literally so abusive to me. And then, like, the Pisces, who's having a baby... He, like, also cheated on me, but it was just because he was, like, dumb. Like, so it was more like you're just so dumb. Like, you literally, like, made out with a girl and put it on your Instagram story. Like, it's not that you made out with a girl. It's that you put it on your Instagram story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is clearly, it's like a cry for help also. exactly. Like, just, like, I think, like, that is, like, so much, like, I don't know. Even from, like, if you are just, like, in a healing phase, like, I think that's so much more of a, like, effective way to look at it is like okay like it also it wasn't it's not about the person it's either. not like, about you yeah it's like I think what we're landing on yeah, also like is important to remember not about, it's not about the person they cheated on you with it's not about you it's literally just about like whatever like Neptunian yeah Neptunian is that a word delusional state they like are going through where they like cannot depict like what they want from what they don't and what's real from what's not yeah we did discover in like the second episode of our podcast ever that I was being aggressively treated yeah. on um, a few years ago, which like not that I didn't know because I did literally walk. This is um, if you've been with us, uh, the Libra from summer vacation. That, yeah, from summer vacation or family vacation. Yes. In the summer. Yeah. Um, I literally, I was, like, on the phone with my mom walking home from work one night, and I literally, like, saw him out with another girl. (laughs) Not my favorite moment of my life. I mean, I, like, am literally fine looking back at it now, but I was, like, on the phone with my mom, and I'll be like, um, I was like, oh, uh, mom, um, I, I think, uh, I think I just walked past, uh, with another girl. (laughs) Oh and she God. was like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, how does that happen? How does that happen? And just none of us said anything. Literally. I just, like, walked past and I was like, uh, uh I don't know what to do in this. Scenario. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, this was before the vacation, <laughs> just by the oh way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which, I don't know, but now thinking about it, like, and I do remember, like, I, maybe he like maybe I saw him like the next night or something or later that I don't I don't remember but like shortly after that because I obviously like then spiraled I remember like going to like the riverfront at like 11 o'clock at night and like calling one of my friends freaking out um but I remember talking to him being like do you want to be monogamous and he was like yeah and I was like we do not have to be do you want that is that something that you are interested in do you want us to be in a relationship I remember like over and over being like because we do not have to yeah see like that's the problem yes that yeah 
like that's where shit's a problem. Just be for real. Just be, be for, real. for real. What do you want? They know. You're not ready for that. Yeah. You don't have to like, yeah. In order to like avoid this, we just all need to stop agreeing to things yeah. that we do not actually want. Yeah. And giving and, like, up you things. you can change your mind. Yes. Like literally, if you said you wanted to do something with someone and you, thank you, you no longer want to do it. All you have to do is bring it up with that person and like, yeah, they might cry. Yeah, they might be upset, but they're going to be way less fucking upset that you said like something honest and upfront than like them walking by you on the street holding hands with someone else. Right. Like that's just dumb. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Well, cheers. Well, cheers to that obviously our condolences if anyone has you know been quite distraught over a scenario in in regards to this kind of vibe Mm -hmm. um and also encouraging some nice reflection on if you have been someone that has cheated or felt the itch to cheat on somebody in the past like what's it really about yeah. Do you need to be non-monogamous? Is that just not the right person for you? Mm-hmm. Is now not a good time for you to be in a relationship? Yeah, maybe just a li- opportunity to do a little more exploring. Ring, ring. <laughs> Up next is our slut hotline. <laughs> um, we, every week... Take a listener's submission that asks for advice, tells us a funny little story, asks us questions about astrology, um, and we give our hot takes on our hotline. If you have a nice gossipy story about your crush or relationship or your career or friends or whatever, find there is a Google form link in the description of this podcast or in our social like link in bios. Um, so go fill it out. We want to hear from you. Great. I'll read this week's. Hi sluts. I don't know what to do. I met my coworker a year ago, but it wasn't until November that I started to develop a crush on her. She's a Libra sun, aqua rising, Virgo moon, Scorpio Venus, and I'm an ah, Aries sun, Gemini moon, Gemini rising, Pisces Mercury, Aries Venus, and Sag Mars. We both bonded over recent breakups. However, we don't talk much at work and only hang out with coworkers. I feel strong sexual tension at work, especially when we accidentally touch hands. Out of work, I may have scared her Libra ass a little bit. I keep getting drunk at work parties and making crazy eye contact that I'd be scared to do when I'm sober. I noticed that she might be reciprocating that intense eye contact. It's pretty interesting when we are hanging with other people and I catch her staring at me. I'm usually not one to flirt by making eye contact, so this is kind of exciting. We keep getting closer to each other and I even get texts from her here and there. I keep making fun of her and the banter is undeniable and honestly so exciting. She's been liking my stories and I do it back. However, I'm scared of coming off too strong, and I think she is too. I can't tell if she is bad news and is playing me or if she's just as nervous. I notice she doesn't even have my phone number saved. Red flag emoji. 
Anyways, the real problem is I got back together with my ex, Pisces Sun, Cancer Rising, Aries Sun. I know. <laughs> and I don't know if I should keep pursuing my work crush and let go of my stale relationship or if I should keep entertaining just in case. I honestly can't tell if I'm just horny. Sorry if this made no sense. Hope you still enjoy the gossip. Love you guys. So our listeners, big three is an Aries sun, Gemini moon, Gemini rising, and their crush has a Libra sun, Virgo moon, Aquarius rising. My goodness. Yeah. I guess like, <laughs> I would just say, like, if you're saying your relationship is stale, like, literally go. we just talked about it right before this, but, like, just break up with them, like, there's no need. There's for literally that. no reason, like other person or not, you should not be like, you should not be dating someone, or you should not be like breaking up with someone to date someone else. You should just be breaking up with someone to break up with someone. Yeah. And then my other just like not astrology um, advice on that is like. Then if you break up with them, you have to date someone else, too, besides just your work crush. Yeah. Because, like, if your relationship is, like, stale, as you're referring to it, like, you probably just, like, aren't getting attention, affection, whatever you need from it. So, like, literally, like, someone's staring at you and you're, like, turned on. Like, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I get it. Like, I'm not saying that in, like, a judgmental way. But, like, you need to make sure that you're not just attracted to that person because they're, like, looking at you. Like, you need to make sure you're attracted to them because you're attracted to them. Yes. Yes. Um, a date, perhaps, is in order. Yeah. Which it seems like this person is very interested in you. I understand, like, you've got all this Gemini and, like, fiery energy. Um, so I... I think it's like honestly a little bit self-aware of you to be like, is this just like a random crush that I'm going to yeah. be over as soon as it doesn't feel like this like naughty thing right. that I'm feeling or like, yeah, are you just like horny? Um, but the only way we're going to know is if you get to know this girl. So we need to break up with our current person and talk to this person at work more, ask them out on a date, like, we just have to get to know her to see if there's, like, a real yeah. connection here and if it's actually something you want to pursue. Um, do you want to talk about, is it Serena Kerrigan's rule of threes? Yeah, it is Serena Kerrigan, SFK. Um, she has a rule of three that I just think is, like, the smartest thing ever, and it's just to always, like, date three people at once. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> like, obviously, that's, like, early on in relationships, like, you should never like <laughs> always right like not always like but like when you're just starting out dating someone like do not go on like one first date especially if you've been like in a dry spell because like yeah. of course it's gonna feel amazing they're gonna be so interesting and new and exciting and then if you go on two other dates and feel the same way you're gonna be like oh like you just like have so much more perspective on like oh I literally like felt that way with everyone because I just am human and like attention mm -hmm. so like such a good way to weed out people yeah and then like if you are literally getting like interest and intrigue from three different people you can actually look at what you like about the person mm -hmm. which I did I can attest because I like kind of did this recently yeah I like had had a crush on somebody for a while and then I like hooked up with someone else and then I went on a date with the third person and I was like first of all this is amazing that I have three different people's yeah. little notifications popping up on my phone like yeah. it's just nice to have like little 
little things like that and you're not like just waiting for one person to text you back you're like oh yeah this person liked my story I just sent a text to this person and I'm gonna see the third person in person today like yeah it is just like it keeps you like flowing um yeah and not like fixated (laughs) yes on like a downfall you know what I mean or like you're sadness when they don't text you back or whatever like it just becomes like so much less pressing and then you can just focus on like the actual things that are like important when you're dating someone like if you like them back yeah and yeah and then it has just helped me realize what I like actually like and don't like about all these people because I don't I'm not like putting any of them on a pedestal and like thinking that this is like yeah then I can be like oh I'm looking at this very rationally. I don't like this about this person. Yeah. Me and this person don't really have as strong as a connection as right. I do with these other people. And then, yeah, it's just helpful to, like, see what you actually want. Yes. And are interested in. So. Yeah. You have to do this. Rule of threes. <laughs> Mandatory. Um, back to your actual little crush, though. Um I use little so much in like cute. I can't decide if I need to like stop doing it or not. I don't know. I think it depends on how you look at it. Like it kind of can be demeaning because I do it too. Yeah. Like I don't mean to, but I'll be like, oh, like look at your little little crush. Yeah. But that's not. It's like I just mean because it's cute. Right. But I know people don't like cute either. Yeah. I like cute. People don't. Not everyone likes cute. Intent versus impact, I suppose. Um. Something to think about. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to demean your crush. Yeah. But getting back to her, like, honestly, if you guys don't talk much at work right now, I think that there's nothing, not much to, like, ruin here. Like, it's not, like, it could only be so awkward, right? So, like. No, totally. I think we, I think we go for it. Yeah. I would definitely try to hang out outside of work, yeah. too. Like, just instead of, like, just, like, texting or something or, like, only seeing each other at work parties, like, definitely make an effort to, like, bring it outside of work, too. And then I think pay attention to, like, can you talk about anything besides work? Yes. Which, like, obviously it's fine to talk about work because that's how you know each other and that's, like, your common ground and it always will be, but make sure there's other things there, too. Because mm-hmm. obviously it's, like, I don't know, like, we work together, too, and it's just, like, fun to talk shit about, like, work, (laughs) not at work. Like, it is really enjoyable. I really like it, but, like, (laughs) if you're going to be in a relationship with someone, like, make sure it's not just, like, fun work banter the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also like to talk about the phone number. Oh, I know. Me, too. (laughs) I think you should go first because... Because this is me. Because this is you. I just, like... I never saved anyone's phone number ever when I was, like, dating people. Like, there's just literally no need. And, like, I – because I would always, like, delete people's numbers. Like, I would delete our conversation so I couldn't text people, and then they would have to, like, text (laughs) me first. (laughs) It's kind of like the rule of threes. And – um, but like literally like last week, well, cause you know how like not all your contacts transferred to your computer. Like literally last week I was like working next to and like his number's not saved in my laptop. Like yeah. I know his number, like I know it's yeah. him. And he was like, oh my God, like you don't have my number saved. <laughs> and I was like, like, we've been dating for over a year. And I was like, well, like it's on my laptop. Like it just didn't like cross over. And he's like, well, 
Aubrey's number is safe. <laughs> and I was like, because like, but like literally if you look at them, they're the emojis from middle school. Yeah. Like yeah. it's the contacts from middle school. Like I haven't updated them. It's just because they've been in my iCloud since the day, the first day. Like I have like a weird nickname for in my laptop. Like that's not even what I call her. And like, it's just funny. Like, I just don't think that's a big deal to be honest. Yeah, but people, but some people just me. don't do that. Like, yeah. I just don't save people's numbers. I have friends who, like, literally one of my really good friends from high school, it says maybe. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I just know it's her. Like, yeah. I don't need to change it. Yeah, I'm trying to, They, I mean, they do have an Aquarius rising, so I think that is, like, ma- like a bit detached. I yeah. think it's, like, I think the number not being saved is, like, more of a yellow flag as to a red flag like it could either a be just kind of like a maybe yellow flag for like avoidant attachment kind of style but like I, it's like some people are good with numbers and they just remember numbers and like it doesn't mean too much to, to them yeah that's like saying that as a me I think but it's also like if I was d- if I was really really interested in someone or like dating them for real I would I would save them yeah I do think it's interesting though I mean they do have a Virgo moon which like yeah. is gonna like everything in its place so maybe we could read it as a green flag that since your coworkers that is like normally a number that she would save I would imagine yeah. but like maybe she doesn't see you as a coworker yeah, so true. she didn't save it the only reason I had my boyfriend's number saved was because we worked together. Yeah. Like, if we were dating, I wouldn't have saved his number. So, maybe we could make that up as, <laughs> as something that could I happen. That. I do love that we've become a work crush hotline only. Only. Work crush We brought only. it up one time and everyone's <laughs> like, well, now that you've brought it up. I have a work crush. I have a work crush. It's very interesting. It I is. And I... I don't know, at least for me, like I have like my Venus and Capricorn. So for me, I find like working together to be like so intimate and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think like creating something with another person is just like romantic. Like that's, that's how I like yeah. to build connections with people is by like putting our brains together and like yeah making something. Um, no, I know. I agree. I, all that fifth house, like my Venus is in fifth house, obviously like. We both have very creative jobs. My boyfriend, we worked together. We had very creative jobs. We still work together. Anytime we need a little graphic for this, I'm like, hey, <laughs> can you make us something pink and green? Like, like I just yes, like to work. Yeah, like, I think it, I agree. I think it's just a nice way. Link and build, you know? Exactly. Link and build. Exactly. Um, so thank you for writing in about your work crush. Everyone else. Bring them on. Bring them on. 1-800-WORK-CRUSH. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I think that's all we have Yeah. for this episode. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on social media. You can text us. The number's in the description. We're not going to go and find it right now. Um, but you're smart, so you can find it. Um We'll be back on what, next Wednesday for a full-length episode on Friday. And we'll say for the third time. Yeah, listen we have to Alice Friday's Bell. episode, <laughs> I guess. And as always, we have quickies on Fridays, typically. Yay! Yay! Talk See you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye.